Ali, I should probably ask as well, like, how do you want me to introduce you? Is it because yeah, I don't know it's like a name? Is it no, Ali? Just say Big, Big Ali. Ali? Just say Big, Big Ali. Big Ali. Big yeah, Ali. Just, just, just try and use that name. Set directly. Yeah, I'm it's not, not even Turkish. Yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's Big Ali. Crete. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? It's a place in Crete. <laughs> no, it's not even. It's not even like Turkish people. Are like that's weird. So mm. back in the day, apparently my family had their own village. So it's called a Ceterekli village where all my family lived there. But this is going back years. Oh, so they, they just had that. You know what's mad? Yeah. Yeah. You know what's mad? Yeah. Your surname sounds really Greek, bro. Ceterekli, innit? Because when I first saw your surname, I was like, bro, you ain't Turkish, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a surname like that? Right, turn it on. We, we're, we're losing content here. Hello and welcome to the More Than Muscle podcast. Uh, this week, very, very excited. I've got the usuals, Andy and Nat, but we're more excited about having Big Ali in the studio with us. Say hello, mate. What's going on? Appreciate appreciate you having me. Normally, it's boring, isn't it, with like Andy and... Oh, I know. It? I've got, I've got to, I'm just is stuck it? with these. It's babysitting. That's what oh, it is. babysitting. Mate. Yeah, man. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, hey, thanks for the, bringing me down here, by the way, uh, with the out. Uber. The special Uber. Five special minutes. Uber. Separate path as well for me. I know. I had to come through. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, the studio is in the middle of, of a forest, pretty much. Um, so, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ali, Ali Walton, nice Jordan. What I'm ready. I'm what, ready. What, what Jays were you wearing, mate? On the, on I don't the even down. know, you know. I got no. it from JD. I'm not sure what they are, to be honest with you. But they just look nice, don't they? Yeah, they were right. I, I yeah, felt man. sorry for you when you got out of the car. I thought, fuck. They all no. swayed and everything. Yeah, oh, man. I, was, I know, if anything, like, I'd have normally put... You know, back in the day in football, yeah. where you used to put the, the, wrap the bags around your yeah. foot? Yeah. But all I used to do is just lick my finger, you know, in the morning. Oh, yeah, no, you do that. <laughs> you got a I didn't care about germs then. A little toothbrush <laughs> at home saying. as well, all that sort of that's stuff. That's why I had COVID or nothing, bro. I used to lick my finger and clean my. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why your immune system's so good. You, you didn't get COVID, you were licking your, licking your feet from day one. <laughs> <laughs> bro, God knows how you sit cross legged like that anymore. I can't do that. Do that. What? No, in assembly, you know. When oh you sit oh yeah, no, I can't do that. I'm too stiff now. Uh, you can't do it. Well, not with legs. I like couldn't do it. Stiff. Seven meter legs. It's, seven meter legs. Work. Yeah. Wow. Like no exaggeration. Um, any big client wins this week, guys? Like what's been going on, Ali? Let's 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 start with you. Anything been happening uh, with your clients? Anything like that that you want to celebrate? Or yourself? Screw the clients. Like you know, what's been going on with you? <laughs> do you know what? Big, big up yourself. Big wins. Yeah. <laughs> big up myself. Yeah. Exactly. Come on now. <laughs> nah, that- do you know what? That's a good question. You know, I never really think about like how, if I'm doing well or how well mm-hmm. I'm doing. People, people something in the UK are afraid to like you know say good things about themselves. Like, do you know what? I've always been like I've never been a person to be like oh I'm doing really well. I'm this. I'm that. I'm not really. I think I think I'm doing. I think I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's always room for improvement, obviously. But at the moment, I feel like my business is on the run, uh, the right track. Obviously, coming up to Christmas with every business at the moment or PT it's always going to be a little bit slow mm. which is normal for everyone but now I'm just getting ready for just pumping out content until January and in January hopefully it'll just be a big push then sick love that yeah, yeah. I think I think the Christmas period is always a weird one isn't it like people yeah. feel like there's no point in starting yeah. before Christmas but there really is like I mean there's just no no point of like being like our oh, final sack off two whole months like you can do a lot in two months but yeah. you know, people are crazy people are weird. I, it's, I've definitely seen the difference from working in London versus working now in Guildford, which is the commute belt, because when we were in London, Christmas, yeah, no like the whole of there. December no would be there, isn't it? normally, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas here, it's a lot busier than what it was because everyone comes home for Christmas, so they're here anyway. They got more time. Sometimes you end up training their kids as well, their husbands, their wives, whatever. So 
Some, uh, it depends where you are. London yeah. was dead. Yeah, when I used to have the PT Ultra Street, I remember coming up towards December, you probably do maybe one session a day, two sessions a day, because everyone's going back home. Mm. They're travelling mm. back home, mm. so you never really see them. Yeah. But yeah, I, this I kind of used to like it because it was like forced time off. Yeah. You know, like in the summer, you're like, oh, should I book a holiday? Feel guilty. In yeah. Christmas time, it was like, right, I have to take time off. Yeah. Happy days. So Ali, um, I was chatting with Andy off cam, and he was talking to me about your your ex like football career playing. Uh, was it pro over in Turkey? Yeah, for a little while. Um, so I just had, had, t- had uh, two questions: A, what was that like? And uh, B, are you better than Andy? Do you know? Do you bad? You know, at the start, I just said to you, I never really really big myself up, but I'm hundred percent better than Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the reason he's got no knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Andy, are you better than Darren? It's not even a question. Am I better than Darren? I played football once. I have, so seen, I was like I have seen you play football. Yeah. How is it? You've done okay. We weren't even going to leave playing basketball. He's a nice person. He's a nice person. He was a nice person. Ma- maximum effort. Maximum I effort. said, as he goes, oh, I took Max to football now. I was like, oh my God, what was, it? was he good? He was like, I just saw him running at me like all arms and legs. Wait, first, first thing, yeah, we had a drill, yeah? You know them drills where you're like, you've got a team over that side, team over that side. The guy puts the ball in the middle. You've got to run to get it. And then you beat your man and you score. First thing you've done, smash my knee with his knee. Because <laughs> his knee's like this tall. <laughs> So that man, I reckon it was knee into hip. I'm a basketball player. What do you want from me? Like we went over to the courts, and Andy was. Uh, I'm gonna say interesting. I remember we were doing a video for your gram, and you were like, "Hang on, I want to get like one swoosh." And I was genuinely recording it for one. like 40 minutes. You were good. Though. I think you did 17 shots, and you got 16. Yeah, something like that. Is it? Yeah. yeah. All angled. Like light work in there. Decent. Yeah, exactly. What I lack in in coordination with my feet, I make up for up top, mm. I suppose. Happy days. <laughs> um, that's, that's what they used to say. In, if someone was really shit at football, like, how is he good? He, is he good at football? He's a nice person. He's a nice trier. I'll be alright in goal. I never went in goal when I came over to play with you in yeah. Bath. Yeah. Should have, would have, could have, mate. But, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we digressed away from it. Um, what was it like actually playing uh, playing pro football for you, Ali? Like, how did you sort of get into that and then sort of like take us through a little bit about what I first like? started playing at Broadwater Farm in uh, Tottenham. Mm. I'm telling you, when I was there, I was the only white person there, you know. Colonel, yeah? Mm. No, Colonel? Yeah, of course I do, bro. I do you? Football. Yeah, yeah. Do you know Clasford? Yeah, Clasford. Yeah, I do, I do. I used to play for Intuit, bro. Oh, yeah! Oh. Intuit was in our league them times, this isn't it? This is what this podcast is going to be about. <laughs> yeah! yeah. I'm, 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 so, I'm getting nothing. Man, I, I, remember, I remember when I went there, and it was like, literally, like, my dad took me there, because my dad's uh, butcher shop was opposite um, the Lordship Lane Park. Yeah. There was a park there, Bruce Grove, is it? Bruce yeah, Grove, Bruce Grove. Grove. So my dad's butcher shop was there and a few boys used to come to the butchers to get meat, etc. Mm. And then my dad was like, he's spoken to a few people, let me take you to football. So I went there, bro. You know when they open the doors? <laughs> but Broadwater Farm, if you don't know, it's like, you know Top Boy, yeah, Summer House? Yeah. That's what it was like and they had a football team as well. So whenever you played Broadwater, you never left your kit on the side. Like, leave it in the boot of the yeah. car. Don't leave it on the side because yeah. you never get it back. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I remember when I, when I first started, I went there, I was like, I was scared. Because, do you know what, you're young, uh, and then you go into an environment, like, you're like, you're the only white person there. I'm like, where am I? Am I in the wrong place? Yeah. 
but then but, yeah. but when you start playing football you kind of prove yourself and then people start respecting you because yeah. football I think with football like, you gain a lot of respect if you're good you gain yeah. a lot of respect from people like that you know what we had we done a when was the mindset we done a mindset podcast yeah, it was like two weeks ago yeah. and like, having good yeah. mindset yeah. but I always refer back to the time when we were playing football but you just speaking about that like I don't think you can teach people how to harden up until you put them in environments like that Oh, 100%, man. 100%. You know? I think you got into somewhere like that and you're like the only white person there. You're like, shit, how am I going to be able to prove myself? Do you know what I mean? To these Because when you go in, like, everyone's looking at you, like, you're this guy. But when you start playing, yeah. and they're like, all right, he's yeah. all right, you know. You fit and in. you get respect and then you, you fit in and then they got your back regardless of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I started there, then um, left there, played for a few other clubs in Enfield, but this is when I was young. Then I went to Cambridge United, played there for two years. And then after that, I went to Turkey, and I think I played in Turkey about six. If I'm not sure, you was there that long. Wow, yeah, about six. It was hard though there because when you go, remember, you're like a boy from London, mm. then boys look at you like, raw, like he's coming from London to play football in Turkey, like yeah. he's coming to take our bread. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what and mean? they like their yeah. bread there, innit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was a bit hard um, like making the transition but yeah I enjoyed my time though. obviously I didn't carry on because obviously it's the same old one in my ankle wasn't it? <laughs> why didn't you make it I was injured nah, um, free ACL reconstructions mm. my body slowed down and then I come back played for Haringey Borough Ram and Prem etc and then when my PT business got busy that's when I completely left it yeah because I'm not travelling to Margate on a Thursday night do you know what I mean and then coming back yeah. at like 12-1 and waking up at 4am yeah. to go PT again like it's yeah. not, it weren't been there yeah. bro yeah it's long isn't it cold nights in Margate or somewhere there I'm to give you £5 in a brown envelope <laughs> yeah yeah when they give you the money in the brown envelope like yeah yeah this is your money you look at it bro you can't even get a bus home <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah, it's cold. It's barely barely covering your costs. But I mean, like when when you talked about your ACL as well, or was it your ACL reconstruction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like um, and like take us through sort of that. How long how long were you out for? What sort of like mental state were you going through? What was your rehab like? The first time, the first time it ha- I think the second time and the third time it happens, you kind of get used to it. You know what's coming in it. Mm. But the first time when it happened, it was like, how am I gonna walk again? Same knee. Mm. When you back two, you done, done two on one knee. Two and then one on one knee. Yeah. So when it when it first happened. It was literally like I didn't even think nothing happened. All I heard was like a like a snap, like a yeah, like a bone sound. Yeah. I heard like a bone sound, and that was it. And I thought, oh, I'll be all right. I tried to go back on the pitch. My knee gave way. Had surgery, and then once I had surgery, literally when you're on the on the surgery bed and you get up, you're like, <laughs> how am I gonna walk again? Because mm-hmm. your knee won't bend. Mm-hmm. You're like, if I walk, I'm happy. Like, how do you get to that stage? But the rehab and that was tough because you got to get a range of motion in your knee. Because on one of mine, I've got a cadaver as well. Wow. So, yeah, so it's even harder, like, trying to get range of motion. To, but, yeah, it was, it was tough. Did they man. take your hamstring or quad? I've got hamstring, I've got patella, uh, patella <laughs> and then I've got cadaver. Yeah, so my left is hamstring. So left hamstring so and patella here. You used to be taller, innit? <laughs> <laughs> that is mad. Hey, man, these small jokes, man. <laughs> Andy, just leave it out, alright? You're not, you're not exactly a twin. After you? my patella, no. why are you short my patella in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got my knees done. Yeah, I promise, I was six one before this. <laughs> oh my days. That was bad. Andy, on that, have you guys had any like serious setbacks or injuries like, like 
like that. Uh, I broke my arm in two places playing for Brimsdown Rovers when I was about 12, 13. And I went for a sliding tackle, sat on it, then the referee fell on me as well. Well, the referee, <laughs> well, well, the referee's so close, bro. And it was, uh, you know, summer when the ground's like cement. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was in half. And I remember I was like this behind, I was sitting on it. And I knew something bad had happened, but it don't hurt at that stage. I just it, knew something happened. But does it hurt when you break? I couldn't feel anything. Not, not for Andy, no. And I had no, the adrenaline. No, but like all the adrenaline was pumping. It was like a derby game I was playing. And my dad was the linesman. He was kids and he'd come on. And I could see people's faces. They knew something bad was happening. I remember he pulled it from behind and was handing it here. And I could see it and it was like in half. So then obviously they got me off the pitch. And I remember to this day, I watched 65 minutes of the remaining match before the ambulance came. It took them so long. Chase Farm, dead. Chase no Farm Hospital. And then all I remember is the speed bumps. As my adrenaline was going, I was getting cold and it was hurting. And going over the speed bumps in the ambulance, I could just feel it going. You could just feel it moving. And I was like, oh, yeah, they'll just put it in the cast or whatever. You know, because when you're at school, and they were like, you need an operation. So I have two plates and 12 screws. They're still in there. And I just remember coming out of the cast and going, exactly your thoughts. You're like, how am I going to straight? How am I going to do a push up again? How can I? I couldn't couldn't even envisage like using it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my major one. When something like that happens, it's like, yeah. shit. I've never that's had tough. anything like that. No, yeah. <laughs> I've never broken a bone or anything. Guildford, really? No. Guildford, different. Built different. Yeah, but I don't play football. These two had it That was playing Sims, that's true. That was playing Sims, isn't it? I was playing Knockdown Ginger. Organic goat's cheese on that. Organic everything. That was playing Sims. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, had, I had a ruffle Sims. in my hand. I got. I, I was in. I was in a little car accident. Got um. Uh, my watch face broke, so I got some glass from the watch. Nice. No. In my middle finger. Wow. So my middle finger was just like drooped. I couldn't. I couldn't pick it up. Couldn't what? work it at all. Wow. So I had to get. What reading. watch was it? Um. I think <laughs> it, was a, it was. It was only like a rotary or something. Yeah, like that. Sense. Only a rotary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Only a rotary. Ah, man only a rotary. I was. I was. I was seventeen, so you got to allow it. Yeah. yeah. Man was <laughs> ten and he had a rotary. Man sitting here with his Casio. Wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Forty-one pound. <laughs> Thirty-one millimeter. Forty-one. <laughs> Forty-one pound. <laughs> 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 a monthly what's, direct debit. Three pound fifty. What's that song again? That remind us. Remind us of that song. <laughs> <laughs> You need to tell that story. Go on, go on now. No, what, well, what, I don't even know is. who it's by. Dave. Dave. Dave, good old Dave. And that basically yesterday asked me, what's that song, Air Force One or Air Force Four? I was like, no, two of them fours are good yeah. one. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm actually into my music. Some songs are so catchy, though. That's yeah. in my head now. Yeah. The whole podcast, we're all going to enjoy that. Tom, we can we can play that over the top, right? Was, <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel that was an intro. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, Ali, as well. Like once you finished up with um, with uh, football, and what would what sort of drew you into PT and that sort of uh, career move for you? Money. No, I'm joking. I was expecting that. You've been going all the industry. Oh, I just love helping people. I know it was there. Like, I really wanted to help people. I'm like, money no, I want money and us. I love helping people and I helping need, myself and I need my wallet. A, I need a, a cash and hand job. <laughs> I, need a, I need a cash and hand job. So Morris isn't taking that money from me. No, no. no like obviously... <laughs> Obviously, because I've played football, my whole, like, I've been active. I want to do something where 
it's something to do with like being active, helping mm-hmm. people be active. So that's the one of the reasons I got into it. Um, but yeah, apart from the cash, apart from that, <laughs> <laughs> real, real talk. How do you do cash in hand when you're online now? Yeah, HMRC are onto me. HMRC are onto me. They're like, why don't we transactions? <laughs> Normally, you deposit two grand for the year. <laughs> No, but, um, yeah, I guess people say that and they're like, oh, I'm just so passionate about really helping. No one will do it for free, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. No one's going to do it for free. It's, it's a job. It's your, no one's going to do it. Of course, they're like helping people, but like, with all the effort you put in, you're going to get paid for what you're doing. But yeah, of course, I like helping people. Um, and obviously, it was still in sporting kind of background, so mm. that's why I stayed. I tried to go this way. Yeah, no worry about Game time, guys. I thought we'd do a little uh, little 10 second rule. I don't know if you guys have ever, ever played this before. You've got 10 seconds. I'm going to name you, say, like, name 10, uh, not name, not name, 10 uh, name three, like, supermarkets. And you've got to name three supermarkets. Okay, okay yeah, yeah. But yeah. not that, because that's a bit dead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Play three seconds awesome. before, isn't it? You know, on the floor when you drop something. Three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Pick you up and eat it. No, but that normally got extended to 20 lately. Yeah. <laughs> depends, how, depends how hard up you are, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, Drop uh, down to one in COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nat, why don't, why, why don't we kick off with you? Oh uh, my God, so we don't all do it together? Yeah. No, no, no. It's all you, It'd be a bit Pressure. easier if you, if you all did it together. All right, so I've just got to do three things. You've got to name three, three things. I'm going to get a quick timer up. Um, so you've got 10 seconds to name three words that mean muscular. Oh, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hench. Uh, Dench. <laughs> packing. <laughs> yeah, you got it. What's the last one? Packing. Yeah. Who's? I think packing means packing. something else. Yeah. <laughs> what you pack doesn't mean doesn't mean muscles. It means uh, more anyway. than more than, isn't it? Have I got the same question now? No, 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 no. You got a, you got a different one, mate. Oh, you were thinking about them, innit? Yeah. No, oh, I'll tell you what. We'll do we'll do them all for all for you. So yeah, you got name three. You can't, you. Any, you can't you can't have any of that. All right, yeah. So let's go. Swole. Yeah. Bulky. Yeah. Thick. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, what was the okay. question again? I read that. Ha- you Alright, see if you can do it now. Uh, so, uh, three words that mean muscular. Go. Oh, hypertrophy, sarcoplasmic. Oh, oh my god! Oh, oh, Someone gave some personality. That's a Greek word, you know. It is, isn't it? Was it hypertrophy? Yeah. You can tell he's sitting yeah. on this. I'm not, I'm not excited for this next one. Ali, we'll start with you and then we'll go around like that Absolutely. so you'll get an equal opportunity. Uh, three leg exercises for me. Leg extension, hamstring curl squat. Jeez. Oh. Andy, you're up. Go. Uh, pets and step up. Just name some side notes. Just hack squat. squat. Um, no, yeah, over ten seconds, mate. Right, you, I started off. I know exactly. Yeah. What. Hack squat. <laughs> nah, it's with, it, it is with three more. Let's go. Step up, reverse yep. lunge, and a banded split squat. I should have said like leg extension, leg flexion, hip extension. <laughs> I should have gone. Yeah, just booty no. bounce. It's like crab walks, fire hydrants, <laughs> all that good stuff. 
<laughs> Donkey kicks. Power play squat. What's one about play Hey, what happened to the power plates? I don't know. They just disappeared because they used to be a thing. I remember doing a whole course on it at Virgin. <laughs> I remember <laughs> going to your power play class. <laughs> I remember when I first joined um, Fitness First and as an FC, and they were showing me how to use it. Mm. But through my head, I was like. How is this helping me squat on this because it's vibrating? Yeah, it's madness. It didn't make sense to me. Yeah. That's why it probably don't, there's none about that. Well, right? I heard it was I like. Think it's a big expense. To shake your fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, no, it's like to, sh- d- yeah, and and like to shake them yeah. off. Like, yeah. Now, as a company, you're spending 10k on a, a piece, a kit, and you've got 10 of them in your gym, and then no one uses them. You know what, though? <laughs> they actually did them at one point in, in like beauty salons, yeah. and for you real? could stand on them for 30 minutes. And that's what they would do. That's what they oh would, yeah, God. to shake your fat cells. I remember there's a woman that used to come into the gym when I was at Oxford Street. She used to stand on it, like a half, like a little bit of a squat position, and stand on there for like 15 minutes. Sick. Oh my God. Nice. That was her session. <laughs> and sometimes wow. it's cheaper anyway. Huh? And sometimes it's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> now you've got a vibration gun, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's well, how do you know about that? Cheap, Most people don't know how to use them though. That's oh, the, uh, the massage gun. Yeah, well, I got yeah. anything I was talking about. Some other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> some more and some other stuff. <laughs> some more stuff. My wish list looking mad. <laughs> Andy, Andy, hit me with uh, three fad diets. Go. Vegan. Yeah. Vegan Atkins, Paleo, oh, paleo Carb stress. Free. Paleo stresses me out, but yeah, yeah Ali, let's paleo. go. They're all the same. Herbalife. Is it Herbalife or Herbalife? Herbalife. Yeah, it's, herbal. basically, if you want to be in a pyramid scheme, then like, it's, it's calm. Herbalife. Yeah. You can make a lot of money calm. from that, you know? <laughs> hey, you know, you, hey, you know when I first started PT, I almost signed a contract to start with Herbalife. I did. I did. Yeah, I did. I nearly did. Yeah, I yeah, actually yeah. did ten years ago because back then it was like the new, like I'd never heard of it. I was just yeah. selling supplements to it. I was like, yeah, boom. So if you Monday. go on Herbalife and Google Andy's name, you'll <laughs> know. Practitioner. I actually did, and then I, I, I actually never made one sale. <laughs> straight away, like I signed up, got it, all the leaflets, everything came through, through, and I was like, this is bollocks. It's costing me more money than anything just to get yeah. it going. I remember this guy was trying to sell it me, the Turkish guy was trying to sell it to me, but he'd been making a lot of money through the Turkish community. Mm. So he tried to yeah. get me like, because obviously if he if he signs me up, he gets money, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, it's pyramids, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I thought to myself, this is all a bit mad. I went to this, this Herbalife like, studio place in Southgate, there was a gym there, and they were selling Herbalife there. Anytime fitness. And he gave me like this, <laughs> and he gave me this like, this Herbalife drink, telling me about everything. And he's like, oh, there's paperwork. So I get the paperwork, and we sign, we get you out. I was like, no, but it sounds a bit fishy. So I went home, thought about it. Now that guy don't even do Herbalife no more, bro. Yeah. He's, he's done out here. Like, don't even PT no more. <laughs> it's mad. No. It's crazy. No, not about that. Nat, um, hit me with uh, three things you shout when you bench. I don't bench. <laughs> is that, that what you said? Is that one of them? Is that one when you <laughs> yeah, shout? I don't bench. <laughs> no, I'm a rubbish person to ask with that one. Hey. Uh, Ali, oh, Ali, no, Ali, let's go. Let's Ali's go. screaming for it. Let's go, come on. Lightweight baby. Obviously. <laughs> well, what else are you shouting, Andy? Come on. That's what that, I actually that's, is that, is that, all, that was three that words. Could, yeah. Lightweight yeah, that, baby. That was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best. <laughs> three things. Lightweight Good, baby. Okay. Andy, come on. What? <laughs> My first one. Woof. Yep. Yeah. 
is number two. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Number yeah. three. Yeah. Up. Yeah. <laughs> I think that helps, you know. Yeah. You know them ones when you, when you find something. does it and you rack it and then like all this COVID comes out of their mouth. I think the bench should have been banned during yeah. COVID. Because so, yeah. no, yeah, that's yeah. like number one German. Like. That's, that's what they did at um, commercial gyms. I remember I went into a, yeah, they a, a gym spotting. Yeah, you oh, couldn't you know, spot. Yeah. Yeah, you Don't couldn't... spot. Those <laughs> 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 men's are dying from back <laughs> 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 injuries now, not COVID. Like breaking their shoulder. Gonna drop a barbell on my neck. That's fine. Rates have gone up due to back injuries in gyms. PTs are saying spotting should be come back. That's legit. It's ridiculous. No, it's mad. But Ali, hit us with the with the last one. Give me three bad or dumb exercises. God, a banded split squat. <laughs> banded split squat and um, what else is there? That's mad. The cable pull throughs with, with the, oh, with the yeah, thing yeah. on it. The, 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 the yeah, thrusters, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Mm. Everyone's looking when you're doing those. <laughs> Treating that rope nice. You got to take that rope out for dinner afterwards. Mad. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. And it's with a couple. Let's go. Yeah. Stepper machine kickbacks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, shrugs and front raises. Yeah, fair. There you go. What, what, what? You tell, tell the people why you don't like shrugs and front raises because I know they're, they're, they're quite common ones. Most people are fucked in their traps, really tight, and then you're making them more tight. And then secondly, everyone's so locked up anteriorly, so from the front, why do you need to do more to further exaggerate the problem? That's because they can see it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. If you can see it in the mirror, I feel like that's what people enjoy. People enjoy exercises. They can they can mm-hmm. look at their gains, basically. Nah, uh, hit us with, with uh, whatever you've got. 10 seconds. Um, when people say, like, um, bicep curl deadlift. And oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. drives me Functional, mad. Yeah, Lunge yeah. with a bicep curl to or a Or any press. functional. <laughs> Lunge yeah. and twist, in it? On the toilet and you... Anything, anything with a boozer ball is uh, nah. yeah. buzzy ball, yeah. Buzzy, but buzzy. You, but you know what's so crazy though? I guess like probably some of us done it as well. But back in the day, I've done some of these exercises. I'll probably take the piss out of now. Mm. Yeah, I've done okay. it. I made clients yeah, do it. That's yeah. why we can take the piss out of it because I yeah. know what it feels like. Yeah, you yeah, go yeah. through that and you learn and you like. Actually, I remember no, that's making my clients bad. do cable pull throughs. Yeah, like I'm thinking. Mm. I used to think, yeah, it's a great mm. exercise. Now I'm like, bro, what was I doing? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's whoever, not, not so, great to set up. So Karen, yeah. <laughs> Helen, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that money you've been paying me, I'm really sorry. But I promise you, if you pay me some but, more Like now. I said in the contract, there was no refunds. <laughs> ah. Learn through experience. Uh, if you pay me now, I promise I'll be better. <laughs> Come back to me. <laughs> Helen. Oh, my 90 shit. day plan starts Monday. Yeah. <laughs> my rate's gone up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, just speaking to uh, Andy, um, sorry, the alliteration threw me off a little bit there, being like Ali Andy, but um, <laughs> it could be a decent band though. Ali Andy. <laughs> now that's something you can shout when you bench. Ali Andy! Ali <laughs> <laughs> um, you told me like a, a great proportion of your clients are women and I was just wondering if you see much of a disparity in the way that men and women approach training when they, they come to you and sort of the attitude difference I think the, the reason I started training more women was because the gym I first started working at was more women mm. so I think it was something like 80% women in the gym mm. it's like a ridiculous amount so when I started training women 
feel like I got more experience, started understanding their worlds a little bit more. Because I did want to train men when I first started PTN. Mm. But then once I started training women, I thought I got along with them really well. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. A lot of women do like like a man to train them. I don't know why. From all the clientele I've, I've had in the past. Huh? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know why. Because I've spoken to a lot of women before and they've said to me they would rather a man train them. But I don't know. That's from my experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, so since training... Um, a lot of uh, women that's why I just kept doing that to be honest with you mm. and even my online coaching program right now I do coach mostly women but I do have a lot of men that I coach privately mm-hmm. but yeah I do enjoy coaching both to be honest with you but how, how can I say it obviously not sounding a bit <laughs> yeah um, there's, a, there's a line to tread yeah there's a lot more I think with women there's a lot more obstacles that can occur yeah. rather than like men if I'm right Andy yeah yeah. yeah, yeah I mean we did the podcast last week about women and men the differentiations and mm. the one that smacks everyone in the face is a menstrual cycle yeah exactly. you have to deal yeah, with yeah, those yeah. things yeah so it, it's it's, just, it's the same you do the same things with people you just have yeah. to understand what's happening with them at different times of the weeks and months and all the rest of it exactly yeah, yeah and I think they come in with a different attitude as well there's no like masculine bravado um, I think I've had some people come in and they feel a little bit nervous to train with me sometimes because, you know, whenever it's two blokes, you know, it can feel a little bit uh, like there's some, there's some kind of tension there or yeah. they feel like, I don't know, if I've got to prove my mas- masculinity when you really don't in that case. Yeah. And then when you train women, you don't have any of that, obviously, which is, yeah. I suppose, from a coaching perspective, quite enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, um, I, think yeah. Most, I think most men, when they inquire, want to train with a man. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. when women come in, they even want to train with, a man or a woman yeah. so you don't often get that's true, men yeah. coming that's in true. and saying oh, I want to train with a woman why do, you, why do you think that is? I don't know I think it's uh, a, women are more open to trying new stuff or like if you tell them to do certain things they'll listen to you and try and learn where men it's like first you have to break down the ego yeah, yeah. And that's exactly I think it's like intimidating yeah, yeah. you got to win them over get their trust and then you can start coaching them so it's like a different psychological thing, I think. Yeah, 100%. I my, think so. My first client I had, Charles, he actually inquired for a female personal trainer. Mm. He's about 50-odd. Mm-hmm. He inquired for a female personal trainer for I don't know what reasons. But he went a female personal trainer and then he got me. Mm. And then he was like, oh, but imagine asking for a female trainer and you get me hairy. Looking like this, hello. <laughs> I'm Ali, not Alexander. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> surprise. No, but he said to me, I still talk to him now. Mm. Um, but he said to me, he he gave me like a shot. He was like, let me just see how it goes, innit? Yeah. If I get along with this guy, then I will. Mm. Um, but yeah, since then he... I, I think you have in your head, you have in your head, I think, who you would like to be coached by or who you'd like to be trained by. Mm. But yeah. I think ultimately you just have to click with the person. Hundred percent. And you have Absolutely. to you have to appeal to your audience. That's the be all and end of coaching it. though, isn't it? Like it doesn't matter how you could be the most intelligent, knowledgeable coach in the world, but if people mm. don't like spending time with you, yeah. they, mm. they're yeah. not gonna yeah. look at Andy. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, he's got no clients. <laughs> 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 no clients at the end of the day, I think you have to get really vulnerable in order for you to become coached. So people yeah, have 100%. to showcase their vulnerability and sometimes they'll be like well I want to go with the man because I'm happy to be vulnerable or I'll go with the women because I'm not sure about my vulnerability yet so I'll be secure if I go there or 
I think yeah. that's a big part of it. Mm. That's why um, that being like was so important mm. when it comes to PT. Yeah. Even like if it doesn't matter if you're gym floor or online, if people don't click with you or like you, mm. you're gonna struggle. Yeah. You're mm. gonna struggle. It doesn't matter how much knowledge you got. To be honest with you, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It's true. Because everyone's really talking about the same things. Yeah, everyone's talking oh, about yeah. the same things online. Or like uh, yeah, talking about on uh, social media, menstrual cycle, how do you do a split squat? How do you do... Everyone's talking about the same thing. Mm. But it's about... Yeah, it's just if you click. Yeah, and how can you put it in your way to put your personality yeah. across? It's like at school, you know, you'd always have that favourite teacher. Like, yeah. he knows the exactly sub- the same as the, the other maths teachers. The substitute but why teacher, does it? it? why does his lesson resonate with you? <laughs> exactly. Because it's... The substitute teacher is my favourite, isn't it? Free lesson. Free lesson. Free lesson. I did, I did a nasty thing just really digressing here but I was in art class and then we like undid all the glue sticks and then threw them all to the ceiling and she didn't know and then what, she was like giving a demonstration and then one of them just fell down splonked in front of her and then she was like you little shit <laughs> and she looked up at the ceiling oh man you know in school yeah mm. i got to tell you this I got excluded once my dad nearly killed me bro. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how I got excluded you're not going to believe it so basically, I don't know, I'm going off topic. No, no, no. You've built it up so much, now. I can't not hear Listen to this, <laughs> So in school, obviously, there's a boy called, uh, one of my mates called Nico. But I don't really talk to him no more, but he was a mate back then, mm. Nico. And Nico bought, he thought it was a clever idea to bring a pack of condoms into school. <laughs> we're in secondary school, but yeah. we're like year nine. Yeah. Year nine. And um, Nico's taking them out in classroom. People are blowing them up and everything. There's a supply teacher. <laughs> There's a supply teacher. And I'm, I blew one. Popped it. Supply teacher walks through the door. Boom. On the shoulder. You're going now. <laughs> Who done that? So it was Ali. Nah. Go down. Head teacher's office. <laughs> head teacher's office. Everyone's in it. All the boys are in the head teacher's office. Mm. We're waiting. We're outside. Nico's not there though. So everyone's talking to each other like, Boys, let's just say it was Nico. Let's get to this. Let's blame Nico. And everyone's like, all right, Nico. Everyone's Nico, Nico, Nico. Cool, bro, Nico, Nico. Every one person goes in, comes out. Two person goes in, comes out. Five people go in, comes out. I'm like the last person to go in. Head she goes, Ali, your name's mentioned nine times. Bro, I'm excluded saying that I was the one that done it, bro. There's no friendship, man. Everyone's a snake. (laughs) But my mum mum, um, told my dad, and my dad wanted to smack me up, man. I didn't go to school for like a week because I was excluded. Loved it. Oh, mate. Moral story don't trust people. Mm. Yeah, exactly. No, absolutely not. Um, Shift it back slightly. Um, Ali, you talk about like having a a great proportion of your business online. Um, How did you find the pandemic and like. Are you still feeling some effects of that or has your business changed like pre and post? No, when, when the pandemic first hit, I was like, oh shit, well, I'm done out of here. Because mm. a couple of weeks, first couple of weeks, I was just like, still trying to register what was going on, innit? Because mm. I'm, I'm on the gym floor, mm. i got no gym now. <laughs> what am I going to do? There was uh, people in my gym saying, oh, I'm going to do virtual sessions for £10. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, £10? No, I can't charge £10, bro. Mm. Like, I went a bit, like, my head was gone a bit for the first couple of weeks then I was like I contacted all my clients and said look we can do virtual sessions for a little bit if you want until everything like passes by so I was still paying what they were paying on the gym floor but doing virtual but luckily most of my clients had gym in their house and they had equipment that was lucky mm-hmm. and then I started working with a mentor and then slowly just literally just transferred my business online and now I probably do maybe 
just a couple of virtuals a week, but most mm-hmm. of my business is all just programming, etc. Mm-hmm. But now, now, no, I, I think I think now it's completely past people. I think a lot of people want online now. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. We've had inquiries through and people specifically asking for online, whereas before, oh my gosh, you, you never have to say get it. that. You would you would really have to push it, but. Yeah, loads of people now will just inquire for online as if it's just a service. Time official. It's always been there. Yeah. Oh, they've realised it with work and now they're like, I could just do it at the gym too. Even like commuting to work now, people are like, oh, I've got to commute to work. I can just do it at home. It's exactly the same for training. Exactly. Time, innit? That's it. Time. Mm. People, especially people, most most of your clients are probably like business owners or working Mm. really high, like corporate jobs. Mm. Even they're, 20 minutes of mm. like getting off the train walking that's yeah. valuable for them mm. so most people now just they, they want online and that's why i think a lot of gyms are suffering most of the gyms in central they're dying i think they are they're yeah they're struggling most right people now. don't work in london and secondly people have learned that there's other avenues to helping themselves with fat loss and let's be realistic with fat loss being the major goal that most personal trainers will look after adherence is the biggest thing so if you can create a program that makes everyone tick all the boxes they need to do then it's going to work. Like, you don't need to see me every single week for an hour to do the things that you know you should be doing. So if I can create a program for you to follow it, and and I think that's what personal trainers have done. They've cottoned onto it, and gyms are fucked, basically. Yeah, because most of the... I remember I used to train a lot of people, and they come... There's people that just come see me once a week. Mm. Nothing would happen. Mm. Nothing would happen because... I'm not, I'm not Voldemort. Yeah. Like I can't for once a one an hour a week. You can't do anything. Like yeah. do you know what I mean? So with online, obviously, there's a bit more accountability involved, uh, a bit more structure involved with their training, etc. I think it gives them access to a lot more mm. um, stuff for them to go and do it themselves, which uh, which helps most of my clients that were on the gym floor now are getting better results. So that's why I think. But I'm not going to say oh, I believe online coaching is the best no. way. It's mm. th- do you know what I mean? But it's that mindset shift of oh shit, I have to do this myself. Yeah, you fucking do. Even if you're training with me, you have to do it yourself. Yeah. So I think it's that shift of people who have to like grab it by the balls basically and get on with it. No, yeah. 100%. Because most most people that are like, I'll sign up to a PT, oh, I don't need to do anything yeah. now, he's going to sort me out. Exactly. Mm. And it well, doesn't work like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of like gyms dying and stuff, I mean, do you think that people can actually get the same results at home as they can in the gym? Because I'm aware like... You, you say like a lot of your clients are having better results at home but do you think that's necessarily because they're just working more because of like you said the accountability side they're training not once a week they're training three times a week yeah. now they're seeing some progress but do you actually think you can get better results at home than you can in a gym environment depends on your goal too, yeah right? I was about to say it depends on the goal because at the end of the day for example we started weightlifting now if you're a complete beginner mm-hmm. Probably need to go and see someone weightlift. Yeah, I know there's some programs out there. You look at Sonny's program, for example, it's wicked. But not everybody's going to be able to just go and do something like that. They're going to need that contact time. If it's fat loss, then there's so much out there. The major player is, are you actually doing it? Yeah. And like like you say, like now they've gone from doing one time a week to like they're training every day because <laughs> there's a little bit in the program that makes them do I something. I think it depends what your training age is, is as, well. as well. Yeah. Like, if you've been training for yeah. ages, then you could probably just be coached online. It's fine. You could get programs. You could catch up with your coach. But if your training age is very young, then you probably need that. You could really, really benefit from that one-to-one contact yeah. time. I also think it's to do with you and what you're offering. So, previous, you would take anybody that came to you. 
hey, can you train me? Okay. Yeah. Now, by making yourself an online trainer or a weightlifting coach or a muscle building coach, whatever it is, you now put yourself on a pedestal where you're only going to take a certain ilk of client coming in. So the type of person that can wants online training is likely going to want to train on their own because you have to. Yeah. So straight away, they have initiative. It's the type of person that en enrolls yeah. on your product or on your service. It sets you up to get a result. Yeah. I was in the gym, I'm training every Tom, Dick and Harry that comes through the door mm -hmm. at times and it doesn't yeah. always work yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think people can not push themselves at home sometimes, which can be, can be an issue because I feel like sometimes a gym environment, you know, you can get a little bit fired up, you see other people working out and you feel that almost like pressure, I've got to keep going, whereas if you're at home, you've got TV there, you've got your laptop, you've got mm. your phone, whatever, mm. you, can, you can dick about, you can go lie on the sofa. So I think you've got the... You, some people, not all people, I don't mm. think. It depends on how motivated you are as a person, but a gym environment can benefit you like that. Of course. Mm -hmm. As well as the fact, if you're at home and you've only got some 5 kg dumbbells and you know you're like a you know, 80, 90 kilo bloke who can you know push some serious weight, then that's not going to be doing a lot for you. Mm. Like repping yeah. out like 60, 70, 80 reps with those fives. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I, you're I not going to get a big chest. Even if we've got, we've got quite a bit of care at home. And I can't train at home at it's all. It's just it's it's the worst. I want to see yeah. people sweating like me. Like it gets me going, doesn't it? Yeah. Exactly. When I go to my local gym, it's like a bodybuilding gym. Yeah. When I go there, you my train. mindset is on. I'm there to train because yeah. everyone's spotting each other. People yeah. are shouting. People are lifting heavy weights. Yeah. When I'm at home, it's just me and my thoughts. And you don't want me and my thoughts, bruv. <laughs> when I'm dead, I'm putting a Nescafe on, like, talking yourself out of it. Yeah, man. It's like your, your head's just not there, is it? Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's good to be in a, a definitely. Picking your gym, I reckon the gym you train at is so important. Yeah. yeah. And even like when we go weightlifting, there's women there that are clean and jerking over 100. And I'm standing there thinking like, I'm three times your weight. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> but then that makes me train. Yeah. Whereas yeah. at home, I'm like, yeah, that's all right. Look at my clean. I did like 20 kilo clean. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so your environment is yeah. important. I haven't done any of that stuff, you know. I'll come down because I, but you know what it is though. I remember I done it once with Nick. He made me do a few things. Mm. My body just doesn't. Yeah, it takes, it takes time, time in it. Yeah, it does take so to, much time. Because I'm doing it, so it I feel time. awkward. You know what? Yeah, it's like golf. It it's like golf. You can't just turn up and swing, and then you, all of a sudden you're good at swinging. You have to. Right. I, I played golf once. <laughs> like Dave Dog. Like Dave Dog. I played golf once though. Never played again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, so let's get into um, fantasy land. Why not for a little bit? Just for a, a mediation uh, spin. Because usually, Ali, for, for context, I would do uh, Max's mediation where I basically act like a marriage counsellor um, between these two and just ask him a question and just basically stir Should have put my missus here as well. <laughs> <laughs> Should have done a group session. <laughs> exactly, that's what we needed. So, um, uh, But instead, I thought I would simply ask you guys uh, what your dream fitness retreat looks like. Who are you going with? So you know you can oh. you know you can win some brownie points right. here, yeah. Right. Um, what your dream fitness retreat looks like? Who you're going with? Where you're going? What you're doing? All that good stuff. I'm not gonna lie, we've lived it. Oh, we've yeah. already done our dream fitness. This is turning into a plug, isn't it? No, we've already done it. Like we had our best friends with <laughs> yeah. us. We packed it out. We were in Ibiza in Cyprus. We've done it about. No, five, the six best. Times. I, it was I, I, I think it would be. That. We yeah. did it. Yeah. We've done it. I've lived it. I would love to do that, you know. We're sick. And then the pandemic yeah. hit. Mate, you, can come, yeah. you come on the next one. Be sick. I would love to do that, you know. When would you When would you organise that? 
We usually did. We, we usually did May and then we May, May and October. October. Sometimes September. And we would do we did Cyprus and Ibiza. I think we did three in Cyprus and we did two in Ibiza, two in Ibiza and then the yeah. pandemic hit and it was like come on. So we did the training every day. Yeah. No more than yeah, thing. like t- three like, times a week. Yeah. A day. Sorry. Yeah. Two times a day. Three times. Three times. It's not two all killers. It's like yoga. It's like weight activities. Activities. Hiking. Jet skis. It was it was sick. We already done no, it. I'd love to do that, bro. Like, do you know what it is? Cause it. You, know when I, you know when I go holiday, yeah? I love training on holiday. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, do you know why? I love it. You know why? Because your phone doesn't ping with clients. You, you just yeah, but because I actually yeah. like training. So like when I go on holiday, like that is my time. The like, best thing is like training and go yeah. to the beach and you feel yeah, good. Yeah, it's the it? best. Where'd I go? Rome. Mm. Training. Yeah. Prague. Trained. I trained. Yeah. I'm going to train. Why am I not going to train? Yeah, like I remember it. went to... Um, the night before we flew out, because it was at Stansted. Stansted is close to me, but it's always nice to stay in a hotel really close yeah, to the airport. I know. And then go. It's like a cut, stru- cut yeah, the stress. Yeah. Always do that. It's just less stress. You wake yeah. up 10 minutes, you're in the terminal. Yeah. So stay at, um, there's like a, a, a Hilton. No, no, there's a Hilton there next to the, next to Stansted. Last we went to Prague. We stayed there. Bro, there's a gym there. I thought, why not? Let's train. Mm-hmm. I'll train. Totally. I love it. Yeah. I think if you, I think that's how you know when someone's really like when people really yeah. enjoy yeah. training. You're doing it because I like enjoy it. it. I'm not, not doing it because I'm trying to force my body to do it. I'm yeah. just like, no, I'm not I might do it because I'm gonna lose body fat. You do it because you like yeah. it. It puts you in the right mental state. But you know well, what yeah. though? That's where I think a lot of people go wrong. Their mindset when they start training is, oh my god, how can I lose ten kilos in ninety yeah, days? Let yeah. me go. Yeah. But if you say, do you know what? I'm gonna enjoy this and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. And then you lose ten. You lose yeah, twenty you kilos. Lose. You will. Yeah. You will. Because it's your mindset. Yeah, look at it. Look at it like a run. Imagine like trying to run. You could absolutely sprint a mile as fast as you physically could, or you could just you know take a leisurely stroll. Like you'll enjoy the journey yeah. a bit more and just yeah, yeah, ride it out. Thank you guys all so so much for listening to the More Than Muscle podcast, and thank you Ali for coming on as well. It's been an absolute joy. Uh, I'm going to roll out the red carpet as well, mate. Shamelessly plug anything that you want to plug, anything you want the people to find you. Uh, what, what are you doing big up yourself yeah, exactly big up yourself again mate I want to big up myself 31 41 millimetres 21 <laughs> <laughs> now Instagram uh, big Ali underscore PT uh, thank you for having me anyway on I uh, really enjoyed it and yeah love that mate that's where you'll find the banter exactly yeah. all the um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's where the good stuff's at it's that's where cool. we're also on more than muscle LTD uh, PT Andy Polides PT Nassau Lester and Max Dodd Fitness on Instagram um, what about your TikTok? Oh, my TikTok, my big TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> have you got any more followers? I don't know, mate. I literally set it up like a week ago. And oh, I saw God. TikTok has I'm... been taking over my life. Don't download it, bro. No. <laughs> I'm literally like on this. This is like so old now. Even my uncle what? in Cyprus using it now. I went to Cyprus the other day. You guys are saying it's so old, yeah, but you're only on Instagram. Which is like. I can be there for an hour, bro. Yeah, but it's just had an update, Max. Has it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Instagram, that's for the young hip kids. But you know what? Sometimes I do get like video ideas off TikTok bro yeah. Yeah. you know some of the songs and stuff oh, people I just, are creative in, on honestly in lockdown I wasted my life on TikTok I can't get into you could like literally it. spend mm. two hours yeah. oh like, I'm not into it I'm not, I post I'd it and I go off because I know I'll get sucked in yeah. and leave what? who's been sold for a tenner God's sake who's giving out free kebabs after games Harry Goodbarra Alright guys, I'm I'm, I'm gonna put a needle in it. Alright, love your stuff. Cheers guys. See you next week.